0: Hello and welcome back to another edition of the 64 Worms Club with me, Paul. I'm, a, I'm joined with uh, Matthew Briggs and our pet, AKA Storm. Hello. Yo, yo, yo. How are we all doing, boys? Oh, it's all right. From yeah. Gagging.
1: football. Well, it's brilliant. Outstanding again. Content.
2: Yeah, I'm lying when I say, all right. What a fucking absolutely awful week in the football we've all sustained. Well, we I mean, were talking about him,
0: it a minute ago, weren't we, like that? We don't know anyone that won. This yeah, week. Weird, like, no, no one's got anything to be happy about this week. No, it's a grim week. It is a grim week. Well, I mean, what, else, what I'm going to start off with, um, we have lost a bit of a football legend today, uh, especially on Merseyside. Uh, Gerard Houllier has passed today. Um, like he says, a lot of us growing up in that era of Liverpool, he was like the first manager. That let's say me and Fats and publishers had um, a lot of players that, well, that we look up to like legends have all come through through Gerard Hooley. I, I heard Danny Mills talking about him this morning. Um, a sad day, man. It's, no, it's never good Aye. when one dies, but uh,
1: no, we're seen, lose, starting to lose quite a few years. at the moment. Yeah. Football legend. It's not not this year. He was. Um, I don't remember much about him from when I was um, younger, but he was just. I, I can't I can't put my finger on it. He must have been one of the first managers that I saw manage Liverpool when I started paying attention when I was younger. He
0: yeah. must
1: have been. So yeah, it's a big it's a big rest in peace, I guess.
0: Yeah. Um folks go out all his family and all that, but sad time, man. But yeah, um let's let's talk about the football, what's gone off, Because 'cause there's been there's a lot of elves going about this weekend. A hell of a lot. I'm looking at Storm. Um We are going to go through all the Premier League fixtures like we normally do. Um, Bit of a weird week this week actually, no Champions League till February I believe.
1: Yeah, it's like mid-February, isn't
0: it? But we are going to touch on the fixtures that have come out today. Um, And then obviously like it says, we're going to talk about the fixtures in the Premier League that are on this midweek. So we will be back again, probably Thursday, maybe Friday. Probably be Friday, I think, because it's game on Thursday too, isn't it? Yeah, we will announce that sooner. But we'll go through all the games. We've got uh, the end is now for Arteta after fourth straight. Yeah, you heard it. Fourth straight home defeat at the hands of Bonley. Uh Liverpool get away with murder at Craving Cottage after one-all draw to Fulham. I not say they uh, got away without What do you mean? got
2: point. They go away without it. They were fucking gash.
0: <laughs> no, they were gash, mate, but we've got a point. Uh, Palace own deserved point home to league leader Spurs. Uh, Evan back to winning ways after talking of Elves. Fat Frank. Uh, 1 0 <laughs> to Chelsea. Southampton Chris pass struggling. Sheffield, a, a Worms favourite. Uh, Leicester moving to the top four after 3 0 win to Brighton. I mean, I've got this really low down. It shouldn't have been low down, but 0 0 ball in the Manchester Derby. I think we're all looking forward to that. And it turned out to be one of the worst games this season. Holy Shout out to Mike Dean, 3,000 uh, card in the West Midlands derby. I think he surpassed that by about 100 at the end of the game. Out <laughs> um, right. of the week, we'll discuss in detail who the end of the week is at the end. And we've got a little Red Dogs round up because, as you can imagine, Briglet's on. He's going to want to be talking about... I've
2: got
1: some opinions. Some?
2: Briglet's got like, steam coming out of his ears, never mind.
1: Yeah, I've got some opinions about Forrest.
0: Yeah, I'd, oh, it's going to get look, sticky, mate.
1: I look forward to it. Sticker? I'm, I'm stuck. It's already <laughs> stuck. We'll get, we'll get on to that. They're fucking crap, but we'll get on to that.
0: <laughs> and like yeah, like I said, the UCL uh, last 16 fixtures in Europa Leagues and then the midweek premp fixtures. So, yeah, uh, just the three of us today. Let's, uh, let's talk about, well, the biggest and most talked about defeat of the weekend. Uh, Arsenal versus Burnley. You probably thought that this might be the game that turns around, our not Arteta's career, but you know a bit of good fortune for him. Maybe nick dogged one nil or whatever, somewhere along them lines. And it's it's just it's just gets bad to worse for him. Well, I feel know, like this has know. turned into a bit of a United slander part thirty-five. I feel like this is probably replacing Man United in a minute because Arsenal are that bad. But yeah. Open to the floor, boys. Whoever wants to commentate, or comment on it.
2: At the end of the last podcast, we spoke about the fixtures and we said, <clears throat> we don't condone betting, but Burnley at 5-1. to one.
0: Yeah, we should have lumped man.
2: Get your tennis out. I mean, I was the one that was egging it on and I, I didn't put it on, but I'm pretty mad about it now. Because <laughs> Burnley didn't just beat them. They were literally better than them. Yeah. Now, I don't know what... I don't know what it was about the game. What I don't—I was riled up by it because I just thought, surely Arsenal aren't this bad at football.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, they are. <laughs> they, they just like—I don't even know—they're just firing random balls into midfield. They're just getting broke up. But McNeil's just picking the ball up from nowhere, like always running
0: at him. I mean, Aubameyang is—it's it's beyond stinking now, isn't it? It's actually criminal. Well, I mean, shout out to him. Like you said, I think someone mentioned it. Uh, He scored from open play. Unfortunately, it was in the wrong net. Um, Might kickstart his season. You never know. It's a bit of
1: confidence. Yeah, yeah, back the the net. He'll bag 20 now. He wants... he wants looking into. He does. I'm not sure it's the same bloke because he was a, he, he was a good striker since he since he oh, he's since he's come to Arsenal. Guy. He's got that new contract. It's a classic case, isn't it? Got the new yeah. contract. Not interested. I don't believe it's entirely his fault. Obviously, he needs the supply, and there's none of that. There is no <laughs> supply. It's like he down the left, cross it to the other side of the box, cross it back, in again. There's nothing. <laughs> he's not like but he's got. He is the he is the man in that team. What's he totally like? Three four hundred grand a week, you've got, he's got to get to the point where he brings more than I, I don't really like the excuse of he's not being provided the chances. You can use that up to a point, but sometimes he, you've got
0: to grab the game by the scruff of the neck, as they say.
1: And for a man well, that from, well, was that what you were well, dickhead about his
2: contract, could certainly grab the game by the scruff of the neck.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah,
2: true. <laughs> go on, Bridget.
1: just like. Just as I said, for a man who's um, he fucking hung that club up, to hold that club to ransom. They had, they had no choice. He was always going to get his contract, but he got more and more. Like, he took it the piss, and Arsenal fans. Like, oh yeah, he's sold the club. Con- yeah, they took the piss out of the club. Like just, they made a mockery of everyone there, the fans, everyone. Taking the piss, and what's he done? He's done nothing. The what? The, no. the crap. And I am, if I was an Arsenal fan, I'd be really, really sick of him. But I feel like people still defend him. Because as I say, they, a lot of people will say that he's not getting the supply. But he needs, to, he needs to bring more to his game. He is the man. He is their only hope.
0: I think it's probably a bit difficult for Arsenal fans to say, like because I think the you know, I Hyman such good like regard and whatever. And I mean, like he says, we all know how good he is as a, as a footballer. Last two or three seasons, probably before this season, let's say, but... Um, I think it's more, it, 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 in all fairness, it is more than just him that's the problem at the club, like you said. It's there's
1: a lot of problems, yeah, but I yeah, just feel um... like he needs to do more, obviously. like the, the problems are, the thing is, it's difficult for me to say, because I, I remember when we, um, Arsenal started to like really fall off, I actually defended him quite a bit. It was like way back at the start of the season when when Liverpool beat them, and Liverpool were like, oh, it's what a great result for Liverpool. Arsenal, one of the form teams in the country have just beat them. But literally since then, it has been turmoil. I think they might have won one game since then.
0: And what, seven in twelve, seven losses in twelve games in the season. Yeah. In it's the so
1: hard. I don't think you can f- purely blame purely blame Arteta. I read a quote the other day from. Um, what's his name is it Lundberg? who was in charge temporarily yes went,
0: yes coach as well weren't he then? yeah
1: he said something like there's a lot of players with attitude problems at arsenal and that's not going to change when arteta comes in and it hasn't so i think it i think that is a case of more it being the players that are the problem but then obviously you can't just ship out 25 players and bring in a whole new squad so maybe the manager probably does have to go but that that club is being brought down by the players if that's to be believed, if Lundberg, a man who's in charge of these players and he's still a coach there,
0: is saying that they've got an attitude Well, he's problem. left now, but he was a coach there I was, until yeah. last year, I think.
1: Yeah, but they, well, they, he's, he's saying that a lot of them have got an attitude problem that won't change when Arteta's come in.
0: Well, like he says about the attitude and everything, I don't know if this coincides with it or whatever, but um, seven red cards this season, uh, Arsenal, I believe. Obviously, we'll probably touch on the granite jack of red card. Which I was...
1: think, I think it's seven red cards since Arteta came in. Not right, this season. So
0: um, well, right, yeah, maybe not. This, no, sorry, not this, this season. Obviously,
1: seven this red season. season. Yeah, he's was, had
0: seven. Yeah, seven red cards under Arteta.
1: And
0: since then, the, the highest next was three. Yeah, that was across every team. I mean, that's a lot.
2: Also, Violence.
0: But I just I like the thing is when you've got a big team. Which Arsenal are, undoubtedly. When they're going through a rough patch or whatever, like they are now...
2: That's debatable.
0: There's always... <laughs> there's always, like... There's always one factor, doing it? It's either they're scoring a lot of goals, but they can't, they can't keep clean sheets and they're just getting outscored or whatever. Or they're defensively well, but they're not scoring enough goals to get them over the line for a 1-0 win or whatever. There's nothing at the minute at that club. And it's... I know it sounds dramatic when I say it like that, but they've got no defensive awareness between all of them at the minute. Normally, Leno bail, bails them out. He's not, not that he's like out of form or anything, but he's not doing anything that's like, oh, wow. he's keeping him in it, in my opinion. You've got a defence that looks all over the shop. Um, I really do rate Gabriel, to be fair, but even watching him on against Sunday, he was fault for a few mistakes. You've got a midfielder, no one knows what to fucking pick at the minute. You've got pundits saying they should start Granite and um, Partey or Ceballos or get Willick in. I mean Partey's not even fit. Granite shack not been here for another three games, and then you've got a front three that's do not know can't score. Like between all three of them, even if you had Pepe and or Willian in, and you've got Gran- and you've got um, and Lacazette and Saka, no one's scoring. So like. Where do you start with? Like you said, do you blame the manager? Do you blame the players? Is the attitude it's all wrong? Um,
2: volumes about Arsenal when you've got Sean Dash in the post match interview saying we were targeting certain players because we knew that they didn't have any confidence. Yeah. And it's up to Arteta as a manager to try and reinstall this confidence in the players. Never forget the fans, right? Now forget what the fans are thinking. Because the fans aren't going to
0: make this situation any better. No, Arsenal fans are definitely not. Definitely, they're, they're sick. They're sick and tired of all this.
2: Yeah, exactly. But they've they've got the re- they've got right to be sick and tired. Oh no, I agree. Yeah, while, but it's it's something has got to change drastically fast because if it doesn't, he's it, gone. Well, I mean, like it's you, touched right. on- I, think, I think it's all right saying that although he might turn it around the next game, but it literally doesn't look like he can ever turn this round. Like I if, ready- if, ga-
0: if the game was to turn it round, it was this Sunday. Burnley at home, well out of form, Burnley. Um, I'm ready
2: to put money on
0: Arsenal going down.
2: 66-1. <laughs> to 66-1. to one. That, that's what, that screams £20. I don't think I'd survive the weekend if it
0: come in. To be fair, it's a sign, actually. 66. It's a sign, yeah. that's storm. It's a sign. It's a sign, mate. I mean, look, before, like, we can, we've slated Arsenal for weeks, haven't we? I'll end with this pod. Like it says, four no. straight home defeats. Shout out to Burnley, man.
2: Oh, massive. Burnley, turn, Burnley
0: turned up and did what we expected them to do this season like usual normally look like they're going to be in a relegation dog fight which they still are don't get me wrong they still are in a relegation dog fight but to go to Arsenal yeah they're out of form but you've still got to do it you've still got to go there and implement what Sean Dyches, um drilled into that Burnley side for the last two or three seasons or four seasons probably even longer but yeah like you says, exploit weaknesses I mean Bellerin had a torrid time to be fair, Burnley's best player is Dwight McNeil, and he was marking Arsenal's worst player, and yeah, well, he, um, attacking he, Bellerin. So he made me a bit of humble pie because I've slagged him off
2: a couple of times as pod before. But he was actually fucking really decent against Arsenal. Quite yeah, a he's shot, he quite. A mistake, cause I've never really seen him play any any good. Obviously, he only plays for Burnley. But it was. Yeah, he, really
1: he
0: needs, I, I mentioned to you that no, He needs a move, man. He, he's not going to flourish in that team. Inn- he needs no. to get out of Definitely that system. Like, flourish in fucking, you know, I don't
2: think any player fits to flourish.
0: In no. Bit, no, they play one way, don't they? And it's not, yeah. it's not exactly flair football, shall we say. Uh, but yeah, talking about, I mean, we'll go on all the midweek games at the end, but um, Arsenal, got Southampton, who are absolutely flying at the minute. Mm. Is that way? Is Southampton
2: are above us. Put that perspective. That?
0: Um, what was that? Sorry, Storm.
2: Southampton are above Chelsea to put it into
0: perspective. Yeah, exactly. So um...
1: I assume that's uh, at Saint Mary's.
0: No, it's at Arsenal actually. Is it? I mean, well, well now you mentioned that actually, I will talk about it, because I know we're on about the fans. Um, London were in tier two and had fans back at the grounds. Um, I feel like that influenced a lot of results this week. I know me and Joel spoke about it. Apart from the Arsenal game. But yeah, they are going back into tier three, so there will be no fans in London again. It might
2: even that could do Arsenal a favour, because they, they, they would. There must have been hostile in that
0: ground after that game. I know there's only a couple of
1: thousand, but they I would not say nod- it was
0: hostile or nothing or no noise or anything.
1: People are just like, perplexed, aren't they? I, I don't know where to start with it. When I look at Arsenal, the word, like, dis, just disjointed. There's, there's nothing. There's no... One thing you always associate with Arsenal is some form of football. We speak a lot on this podcast about ident- identity of a team. Always seems to crop up that word identity. And they've got... and got one. It is weird. is because I feel like they had some form of identity. When Arteta first came in, there was a plan in games. I, I and agree, it worked. They won an FA Cup. They were... When you went into that Liverpool game, because you said it, Paul, one of the best tough form teams in the whole country, because it was such a great result for Liverpool.
0: It was. I was buzzing. If, with it. if
1: Liverpool only beat Arsenal two one now, I'd be like, "Clop out!" That's not fucking good enough. He did to put about nine past them. So, I'd, yeah. what, I'd, I, what has happened? Which is why I wouldn't. This is why I'm leaning towards blaming the players more because Arteta came in and made an impact. Yeah. So I lean more towards blaming the players, but obviously players are fucking bulletproof in this game. It's the manager who always take the bullet. And I think Arteta is making mistakes, yes, but is harsh to blame him for everything. I, would, I lean massively towards blaming the players in that team and can, yeah. all, the attitudes of a lot of them.
2: God you still. can sort of see that the attitude does stink, really. Mm. Yeah. Because they weren't even do you know when they when when they conceded their own goal, it, they didn't even look like they they weren't even bothered. No. There's like, no you're not, there's no fire in a you know, Well let's not keep saying relegation because we don't expect them to actually get relegated by
0: Wait, to well, sixty sixth months so we're lumping it, on.
2: It, yeah, <laughs> in a situation that they're in, they've got to sort of be accepting of we're up shit's creek here with our paddle. We need yeah. to fucking sort this out. And if we don't sort it out soon, then we are going to be in a relegation fight, but they just got the faces were just blank. They just didn't seem like they were in. They were just not bothered at all. I mean,
0: like we're gonna. I think we should move on because we've got a lot to talk about. But one yeah, thing yeah. I will. But one thing I will say before we move on, Granite Shacker's red card. I mean, it's the most blatant and obvious, idiotic. You name it, red card of the season. Um, if no one's seen it. Uh, there's a bit of a bust up between all the Arsenal and Burnley players I think Westwood tries to he doesn't help himself a bit I think he's trying to like bring peace but it just doesn't go well I think he he like pushes Granite Shacker to the floor by accident and then Granite Shacker stands up and tries to chokeslam him like the big show uh, right in front of the referee I mean it doesn't matter if it's in front of the referee This cameras all over the fucking stadium you're not going to get away with it and like his reaction said it all didn't it just well he did, like,
2: did get away with it
0: well, he nearly did get away. Like he says, he gave him a yellow, didn't he? The ref did and missed it. But, and then obviously went to VAR and was like, yeah, that's a joke, Sam, if I've ever seen it.
1: This is why yeah. I played the play, like, the Arsenal. This in, is exactly what I mean. This is in back in your comment. It's, it's nil-nil. You've got to dig... You need everyone to all be singing from the same image sheet. Just, just get a win. As you say, one-nil shit out. Literally the opposite of what happened. They'd have took a one-nil shit-ass own goal off fucking McNeil. They would have yeah, took yeah. anything. Just get a win on the board. And you've got fucking idiots, like him, who well, somehow he stood at the club when he fucking when do exactly the same ago, thing. took the he piss got a couple of years off. ago yeah. just started like having to go with the fans and that embarrassing if I, I, I wouldn't want him anywhere near my team again if I was an Arsenal it fan shows you, it shows doesn't it because I
2: feel like he'd
0: turned it he turned it down let
2: me just tell you something before we carry on I don't think you would get in your team at the minute mate <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit uh, I'm not yeah. sure about that well, would you want someone like fucking Granite Jacker in your forest holding, holding mid at Forest?
1: We've got enough of them. We've we got <laughs> four
2: of them ready.
0: Just like <laughs> Jack Colbeck with Dark ears.
1: At least three of them start every game. We ain't, go, we ain't got room. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> but yeah, um, let, I don't know what to say about Arsenal. I feel like we'll be talking about him again after they get dished to Southampton. Go on. If you beat Southampton, you'll eat your hat. No, you,
2: <laughs> I'm waiting for you to get the brown sauce out to eat your heart because you didn't eat really <laughs> problem. But I'll be very, very, very impressed if they can beat Southampton because that will be the pivotal moment. But until I, then, I
0: think I think if he loses, he's gone. I do genuinely think The
2: pivotal that. moment, yeah. If he loses against Southampton, mate, it's
0: curtains. They need fucking all-sale changes. But who did they, they get who, the Wenger, what if,
1: Wenger back. Right, you're saying Wenger back. Right. Who would they get in? Paul, one word. Who would they get back? Who are they going to get in? If he goes, realistically. Uh,
0: realistically, fucking hell. Uh, I'd say I think they're a big enough club to attract Naglesman. I know are well above Arsenal's level, but.
1: Um, I don't know about that. I think Arsenal
0: is still a massive club. There's, I'm not defending yeah, what, they're a it, massive uh, there's club. no way that Narguzman would leave mid season. No, probably not mid season, but I don't, I can't see him getting a big manager in to for uh nah like, for see, the might, as well just, might, just, might as well just suffer through it then. No, Come I down. I don't actually believe that Arteta should get sacked. I just think if you're talking eight L's in 30 in league appearances. <laughs> You've got to think of the board's position, haven't you? Really?
1: Yeah, they're being put in you know a position, I mean? aren't they?
0: They're, yeah, they're in, a, they're in a position where they've got a fucking flip of coin at the minute. But anyway, that's enough of Arsenal. We'll, break the <coughs> time, we'll
1: see you next let's talk, week, at
0: Arsenal. Let's talk, well, I've been left here alone to talk about the Liverpool uh, Fulham game, so cheers for that, uh, facts and says. I appreciate that. Well,
1: they know something about their absence. We're, we're running scared. Scared of sexy Scott Parker. <laughs>
0: Um, yeah, uh, Fulham drawn home to Liverpool, well deserved for Fulham. Probably deserved all three points if we had to be brutally honest.
1: Very, uh, I'd agree.
0: Uh, I'd f- for the first, I'd probably say the first half an hour. Very hard to say this. I think it's one of the worst performances I've seen uh, under Klopp, in my opinion. Um, every every month, everyone like the whole midfield couldn't keep the ball. Couldn't get the couldn't get the forwards involved. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong. We were shocking, but Fulham were excellent. Um, I did feel, I, in all honesty, I do feel like Fulham have started to play a bit better recently. I think we can all agree. I think they beat, what did they beat not long ago? They beat someone. And then they played against Man City away, didn't they? And they lost 2-0. But like, obviously people expected them to get absolutely rolled over. And they didn't. Gave him quite a decent fight. I can't think who they beat though. Um,
2: I, mean, I, I th-
0: thought it was West Brom, were not it? Didn't it did they beat West Brom? I didn't think it was West Brom. Anyway, um, yeah, beat Leicester. Leicester, that was oh, it yeah, away. Of course they did, yeah, yeah, of course they yeah. did. So like he says people might they might think might well, might turn the season around um, a bit, but we were awful. We as a as a squad and as eleven shouldn't be playing that bad and giving and the massive credit they deserve <laughs> because any of the day we should have been walking away from that game three or four now. Um I know that's arrogance but in a league no, where you your, your favourites to win. Yeah it's facts. When you're in a, when you're in a league where your favourites to win and you're second in the in the table could have gone uh top with a win after full, after Spurs had dropped points. But yeah. Half an hour one of the worst I'd seen. Uh we couldn't get out our own half which is mental to say. I thought Fulham were really good, really high intensity. Didn't, yeah, didn't you have know to do it. Do you right.
2: know what was the thing about the game? They, Fulham was sort of hunting in packs, weren't they? Like yeah, they, they were. Like they wanted, wanted would the ball. They used the, the time. ball in midfield so many times. And, like, as soon as the ball got away from one person, there'd be three people. Say, like, Genie 1 as soon as the ball got away from him, three people straight on yeah. it.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, didn't, give, didn't give a midfield any time on the ball. Um, I thought Gino was really poor. Uh, couldn't like you says. Couldn't keep up the board. All right, he was getting um, pressed a lot, and so was Anderson. But again, Anderson was really poor. Um, but I another think the first half an hour was down to a midfield. What was that stuff for you as well? It was that
2: another injury as well for you?
0: Oh yeah. Um, who was it? I forgot. Matt. Matt oh Matt. Ip, yeah. Oh Matt come off half time dinner. I've not been. I've not even seen anything on Twitter if that was an injury or not. Yeah. People just assumed it was. Uh, but yeah, shout out Fulham, man. They were excellent for the first were almost, half an hour.
2: Probably maybe two or three up in the first half.
0: Yeah, I think I said to my dad that at half time it's we've got away with murder being at one nil down at half time. Yeah. Publish him in two or three. It's a bit a good of experience. Job good job, you've got the
1: best keeper
2: in the league.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was fucking,
1: gonna... it was the difference. That was the difference.
2: A
0: difference.
2: I mean, if you had that Irish kid in there, it could have been fucking sticky. But
0: Yeah, it could have been. Um, <coughs> I mean, that just shows, doesn't it, where it would have been two or three years ago about Allison, But I feel like, obviously, with Fulham as well, if you had like a proper prolific forward line, um, a bit of more experience, I think they would have took away two or three chances. But nitpicking, really. They played really well and, For about 60 minutes, really. It wasn't until we started um, playing how we normally play. Um, Possession football, slowed it down a bit, was able to get into their half and finally uh, open up from a penalty, which was a penalty. I know people are debating it, but... In this day and age, I think I think it'd be a bit strange if they would not given an ball for that. It
1: would be strange to not give it. It's just one of them. How how you got away with fucking murder and not having a penalty given against you? I'm not sure they could look at that for three or four minutes and go, "That's not a penalty." <laughs> and, and you go,
2: <laughs> "Fucking
1: removes his foot from the ground, then gets the ball." Oh, it's fine then. Fucking really mental.
2: My dad, my dad was saying. It's never a penalty. It's never a penalty. I was like, "Yeah, you're right. It shouldn't be a penalty," but in this day and age, you can't you can't give
0: some and not all. Right, I'm I'm not. I'm, I'm going to set me a um, me Liverpool tinted glasses off here for a big look. Yeah, This is
2: not me being. I'm well, no, in Liverpool. no, no,
0: no. I agree. I genuinely think it was one of the best decisions <laughs> this season. As in, listen to me. Why? I, I don't think it was. um I think it's kind of 50 50. I'm not saying, oh, it's a definite not penalty. That's, what not, that's not what I'm saying. But Andre Marin has not given a penalty as the original. Gave a corner. Yeah. Like you said, so they're looking about, it must have gone on for about four minutes looking at angles. Like one was like in front of him. It looked like oh, he, he did look like he's not got the ball. And then there was another angle behind him. It was like, well, it looks like he gets the ball and then follows through. And I was like, Andre Marin has basically looked at the <laughs> TV and gone, well, hang on. You show me all these angles and everything. I've not given a penalty. So it's clearly not an obvious error, isn't it? Now, we've mentioned this a lot on this podcast um, for months, and I'm bored of talking about VAR. But at um, end of the day, we say that if it's not an obvious error from the referee, don't, have, don't reverse it. Because the amount of stick, which you would have done, even like you said, Storm, I think you'd have probably been a bit like, why are you are a turn turning that? Is that really like such an obvious, clear like, mm. penalty
2: no, I agree. Yeah, he, for, for, looked,
0: he, he looked like he looked at the screen and went, Do you know what? I'm just going to stick my decision." And that's what we've all asked for, isn't it? Really, I agree with you, I don't It's it's questionable. A lot, of look, some angles look like he got the ball and then. Um, yeah,
2: the thing is, he definitely got the ball, but he got the man first. Yeah, that's yeah, it, yeah. So
1: therefore, it be. should be a penalty then. <laughs> End of conversation. No, I don't. Think I, I think that I think that was. I mean, I think that was a penalty.
0: I don't. I don't Because it's
1: the thing. What if? What if he had given it, and then would you have then been annoyed that he no. overturned overturn it? Because there's not enough.
0: No, that's exactly what I'm saying. If he so a penalty, I would not like,
1: You're saying like umpire's call job. It's too close. Well, not to umpire's
0: call, but he's like he's going. Well, hang on. Yeah, a bit like umpire's call, I guess. Yeah. Um, he's that's... gone, But I'm not giving a penalty. Um, I don't think it's clear and obvious that it's a penalty. I don't think I've made an obvious mistake. Yeah, we, like you says, at some angles it looks. Hit and miss. I'm not defending him because at the end of the day we shouldn't have, won. We shouldn't have got a point. Never mind that. Um, oh, we
2: do, uh, one thing we do need to touch on is Mo Salah's penalty technique. Uh, it makes me want to throw up. No, nah, I don't understand where. I don't know who's taught him this. It's like fucking, I don't know. It's like, he don't just uses, it's like he uses his left leg as a catapult or something. It's horrible. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you remember like when you used to go to Fizz and like they uh, used to have like hardest oh, shot? That's what yeah. it's like. Just like just runs up to the wall and fucking nails it. I mean, like it's, the thing is, he hit it that hard, I couldn't save it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. well, that's the closest someone's actually got to saving his penalties. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong, uh, he never aims it. Uh, well,
2: Check made some interesting comments about goalkeepers and penalties, also, didn't he? Go on. Over the weekend. He's so he, he basically got out some pretty pretty intelligent maths about penalties and how the ball the balls come at you from roughly 70 miles an hour. By that time, a lot of the time, the ball, keepers not even had a chance to move by the time the ball has gone in sometimes. So what he said was the referee should maybe draw a line where goalkeepers are allowed to stay within to make it a little bit more fair on the goalkeeper. And I mean, people were arguing about it by saying, well, it shouldn't be fair because it's a penalty against your team. But I do now see this more argument of coming off your line. Obviously, who had a penalty
0: retaken for coming off the line? It was uh, West Ham versus Leeds which was and like He, he barely, he
1: barely came off That was one of but the. But look, books. we're talking inch or so, and then uh, the perfect example of what you're saying, Storm. Fabianski barely fucking moved. Yeah, exactly. He he landed on the floor. The fucking net was rustling. It was gone. He's, you've got. They need a bit of advantage. They bit of better advantage, just like a yard, just like a couple of inches. We're not talking jumping to the edges of like the six-yard box. But what Fabianski did should be fine, I think. Around that think sort of distance. I, I disagree with the you shouldn't be
2: allowed to come off your line anyway because. It, yeah, it's weird, how, isn't it? How much of an advantage is it really?
0: Not that much. Like, like if, when you're talking millimeters, like you said, Fabianski. Fabianski's not getting anything. Not like,
2: but then it should, they don't check if the keepers come off the line if they score it. So do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it never, it's, just, yeah. it's just a bit of a stupid thing. Obviously, like Alisson's probably one of the only keepers that doesn't get penalised for it because he doesn't come off his line.
0: Yeah, but um, I think Rob Green was talking about it. Why don't... One thing goalkeepers could probably help with is the fact if they did an imaginary line behind the line. Because yeah. so like, obviously, the goalkeepers step forward, don't they? So yeah. it's like that trigger movement, isn't it? They jump forward and then left or right instead of being in the air to dive. Because if you're in the air to dive, it don't work. Um, he says if you stand behind the goal line and then jump so you're on the line, then you've got more of a trigger movement. So that might be one thing you might start seeing from goalkeepers. But but going back to Salah's penalties, I know we've talked about who would you have as penalty take? Because I think Sis mentioned it, he'd have Salah. I would never in a million years have Salah taking my penalties. I know it's maybe because I'm a Liverpool fan, I don't like seeing his Tecpranos open with score, but it's just no technique to it. It's just fucking running at it. What's his um,
1: success rate? I don't hundred actually... percent. Well, why would you take not... him off him then? If that's the guy, I understand what you mean, but
0: uh, well, it's I don't a know. weird it's technique.
1: Like... I didn't realize it was hundred percent. Don't
0: it's take ner- it away from
2: it's him. It's nerve wracking.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's different. Like when I used to watch, when I watch Milner. I mean, Milner's not our number one attacker when he's off pitch, which is few and far between it at a minute. But when he's on, calm as a cucumber, I am. I'm like, this is in. And even if he misses, I'm like, well, it's probably a good save because they put it's... it bottom corner.
1: You've seen how um, Lyle Taylor takes his penalties. How bad? Uh, he walks, like he puts the, he walks. Oh, we yeah, have seen all, yeah, see I mean. all, like, Literally all the way. Takes about 10 seconds. And he just buries it every time. So yeah. but I'm confident he'll score penalties. Yeah. I'm telling you, I'm nervous. You've got to I mean, nervous, but you've got got so win, so win
2: penalties. So you've got to get into your opponent's box to win penalties, mate.
1: we did he it against okay. Wickham, don't worry.
0: <laughs> but um, But yeah, I mean... We could ramble on about Ireland Liverpool probably shouldn't be dropping points, but it's a massive, it's a massive, massive point for Fulham. I don't think people have mentioned it because of, yeah, they deserve to get something from the game, if not all three points. And we were poor. On another day, we probably would have battered them, in all fairness, no matter how good Fulham could have been. But a point uh, for Fulham is huge. I genuinely thought by this time of the year, Fulham would be rock bottom, along with West Brom, And I think Fulham and West Brom really feel like they've probably got a chance this season to survive, which, like Carragher says, wrote them off at the start of the season. We all did. We all thought that Fulham and... Don't get me wrong, I still think Fulham will probably go down and West Brom will probably go down, but they've got a massive fighting chance now. Sheffield United have started poorly. Burnley haven't started too great. it's It's
1: effectively two spots, isn't it? Sheffield United or...
0: They're on miracle needed. they on a,
1: Yeah, they are struggling. They are, struggle to make a case for them staying up, really do. Um, so it's effectively two spots, which at the moment I'm just looking between 19th and 16th. That's Brighton, Reading, down, Bright, right Brighton, Burnley, Fulham, West Brom. There's just four points separating those teams. That's going to be a dogfight between those four, t- and so then Arsenal just points, above. Them.
2: How many points are Arsenal above Brighton?
1: Um, uh, the three points above Brighton and oh, five, five points above the drop but above them it's teams like Leeds, Wolves they, they'll be alright Newcastle, Palace they'll be fine so it's literally those four teams that are going to be in a fucking dogfight and yeah Fulham and West Brom they've got a chance very much got a chance I think and, like
0: you said I know Klopp was mentioning it at the um, start of the game I think he was distracted by how good looking Scott Parker was I don't know I know. If I'm, not sure, I'm not sure where those comments come from, to be fair. But,
1: Sexy but, Scott Parker.
0: But I know managers will say every week, oh, they play some decent football. He probably said it about Sheffield United. But I do think the last three games, Fulham have started to be like, well, hang on. Because the problem in the ad is at the start of the season, he was very loyal to the players that come up and started them all. I mean, like you said, you've got Tom Kearney that's um, captain that doesn't get played anymore. You've got Mitrovic that's a prolific goal scorer in the championship done it at this level as well and doesn't get played and he's starting to stick he's starting to stick with his guns and like right this is the team that's going to get us out they clearly play good attractive football I tell you Um, what Fulham's
1: next game Brighton Brighton at
2: home Brighton at home yeah whoa holy
1: shit then Newcastle away
2: I wouldn't put it past Fulham to do a number on Brighton
1: that's massive yeah, Brighton have they play, no if they
2: play the way that they played against Liverpool.
1: Yeah, do Brighton.
2: I wouldn't put it past them and beating anyone.
1: That's a huge, yeah. huge, huge game down there. Fucking they
2: just, hell. They just turned into 09 Barca last night. Not
0: last night. It was Sorry. last night.
1: No, was it last night? Yeah, was it, <laughs> it
0: wasn't. Sorry, I'm getting
2: confused with what day it is, because you know, I'm working away.
0: Uh, but yeah, like you said, massive point for Fulham. Um, two three points drop. Well, two points drop for Liverpool who could have gone top of the league after Palace drew at home to Spurs. With a one all draw. Deserved point, by the way. I thought Palace were excellent in the second half. Yep. Um, absolutely peppered Lloris for about 30 minutes. Um, Very yeah, similar
1: to like the Fulham game. Like Fulham, absolutely unreal first half. Then not as good. Liverpool got back into it. Probably deserved their point. Spurs, similar to Fulham. Could have been two or three in the look. The goal that they actually scored, Spurs, was fucking weird. Um, yeah, all, just all like goal. proper to save the keeper, didn't it? From like what thirty yards. But then he made some unreal saves in that first and the second half. But yeah, points probably fair. And Spurs will see that, like Liverpool will see the Fulham game, just missed opportunity. Both of yeah. you slipping up. That's gonna happen a lot this season. I feel. I feel like both teams are gonna slip up on the same match day like in a couple of weeks time Liverpool will play first they'll drop points Spurs will oh here's our chance and they'll drop the points it's going to be very one of them I feel this season neck and neck do you well, think
0: so from what you're saying before we go into the game do you feel that it's a two-horse race
1: I don't think it's a two-horse race no I think there's more teams involved um, sorry should I should have no, but I'm just think. I think I just use those two as an example everyone who's involved in this title race is going to slip up like this weekend Everyone's battled it Apart from Southampton, who've gained some ground, obviously not probably not really and, and title Leicester. Leicester And Leicester, third, no. Leicester. So then, then, next week, maybe Leicester drop points and Chelsea win their big, big game against Fulham over the plan. When are you playing Fulham? We've got got soon. have Wolves Oh, is it Wolves? So I think it'd be one of those. Um, I saw of moved away from the game a little bit, yeah. But um, it was it was, a, it was a it was a fair result. It was a fair result. That was me. Um, that's those are my thoughts on the game.
0: Yeah. Um, Harry Kane shot from about thirty yards and oh, yeah. I think a guy who couldn't see it and believed it was going right and then the ball just I mean, I'm not defending, it was tra- it was awful. The ball literally ended up in the middle of the goal from thirty yards, like on the floor. Like no matter how bad the keepers like not seeing it or whatever, it shouldn't be going in. But nah, nah. he saved himself massively in the second half because that was probably one of the performances of the season from him in the second half
2: as soon as he chucked that goal in everyone was straight at my neck weren't they I can't believe he was You he picked for underrated yeah. he, he proved why he's my underrated goalkeeper because he's actually ridiculously good goalkeeper yeah. when it, when but, it mattered, uh,
1: the dire free kick in particular pfft, good lord yeah, and as was, I think there was a point blank save in there from a corner from Kane I think yeah there was very, very, very good performance. He made some decent
0: saves, actually, after the after his mistake in the first half. I, I I think I mentioned it yesterday. Oh, first half, he was crap. And then second half, he turned into Oliver Kahn. But showing you the highlights after the goal he conceded, he, he performed some decent saves in the first half as well.
1: Yes, but Spurs, again, like Spurs had their chances in that first half. They, they were very much of the front foot Spurs, which is obviously not how they have been used to playing. Uh, they've had a few games, aren't they, against the bigger teams, where they've like when they were when they were against um, City, fucking perfect that was. When they were against Arsenal, a bit more defensive. Wait for them to come on, but they had to be, They had to go on the front foot, and to their credit, it did work for a large portion. I just think they sat off too much in the second yeah, half. They, 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 a they needed second a sec- I kept watching that, thinking they need a second goal here. Palace will need a second goal
2: that owes to sort of a lot of Mourinho's downfall sometimes don't it Mm, Mourinho's brilliant at beating the best teams but we've seen it well I've seen it plenty of times in my life when he's been at Chelsea We'll we'll beat the best teams in the league and then you'll go it's like I'll never forget when we played Crystal Palace with Mourinho we sat off a more game trying to hit him on the break and Fucking who was it? Glenn Murray, I think it was, scored the winner, eighty ninth minute. That was the first yeah. time I think that ended our that was the first time we'd lost at Stanford Bridge in, in a ridiculous amount of time as well. So it's just I do this feel like a, yeah. Mourinho's downfalls, but you
1: just
2: a really as not, yeah, you can't really knock Palace because Palace definitely gave him a go. Mm.
0: Yeah, I think between I think between Jersey and Klopp though, I think Jersey would have been happier at the two by quite a quite a, a fair victory, a fair. Palace aren't a bad side. No,
2: they'll, oh, always, no we're not, you know. they'll
0: always get, they'll always get pick up like points against half decent teams. And like I said, Spurs are absolutely flying at the minute, top of the league and rightly so. But um, I thought Palace have got a bit. They've always got that like that attacking trio, aren't they? Of like, let's say they've got Zaha and Eze at the minute, and that's two. And um, who else is playing up there? Well, Jeffrey Shutt's been playing quite a lot, has not he? Like you said, you've got pace and you've got there's goals in between that three. And then you've got Ben Tecker that somehow found form and looks like he's a really f- big pivot between to have up front with them three and behind him. Like they think they three, they three work off well after mm. him. They work well off him. Yeah. But, um, like you said, you sometimes you've, when it comes to games like that, you've just got to go in with the attack that you've got yourselves. And Spurs of the, the lineups have got at the minute and you've got Son, Kane, and like, Probably most form players in world football. I think that's the time where you go like, you know, foot off the fucking brake pedal and just, just go at them. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's probably one thing that, if Jose was to look back, at he probably thought when it went to one, they would probably should have gone for the juggler a bit and try and kill him while we can. But yeah, um, it sits up lovely for this midweek game because it is Liverpool versus Spurs, isn't it? So this it's top is a
2: very, very big game for the first half of the season. Like it probably, is. It's probably the biggest. One of the most pivotal sort yeah. of title race games. I mean, if it ends in a draw, it's good for everyone else. But if either team wins, I can see them starting to try and kick on a bit and starting trying to pull away.
0: Yeah. Well, like you says, um I mean, at the minute, you've got top five. It's Chelsea 22, Southampton 23, Leicester 24, and Liverpool Spurs 25. So it's still very close.
2: It's a Compared time. to obviously the
0: last two seasons as well, with Liverpool yeah. and Man City will, there.
2: I'd love for Chelsea to be able to run away with it, but it's still nice to see the league be this tight. We haven't seen, yeah. We've not seen the league be tight for ages, have we? Let's be real.
0: No. Well, like it says, um, you says you could answer Villa on 18 points, seven points off top, with two games in hand. So they could easily... And Man United and Man City have also got a game in hand. Man City could go into the top four. Man United can go into the top four. Mm.
2: Um, I've got a bit of a gripe with Man City at the minute. I'm, I'm not going to share it until we get into the Chelsea well, game. No, we'll I'll talk I'll, yeah. get, I'll get into it.
0: But yeah, um, so George for the top two. Um, we'll, we'll talk about all the other fixtures when we come after the break. We'll, uh... Yeah, we're back from the break. 64 Worms Club. Um Still here with Matthew Briggs and Corey <sighs> Tarp, aka Storm.
2: Yo,
0: yo, yo. Um, well, Storm, we'll go on to your, we'll go on to the next game, which is your boys. Mm, yeah. uh, Evan back to winning ways after one 0 win over, over Chelsea. Yeah. What happened?
2: I don't know. We just couldn't score, could we? It was <laughs> a really, really, really frustrating game to watch.
0: Yeah, it was a bit of a strange game. For so
2: to be fair, we, so we literally took the game to them. And. Yeah. The penalty that we gave away, like I'm not even gonna blame Mendy for it because what could you what could Calvert Lewin was just clever.
0: Yeah, well a bit of i well, 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 well,
2: well, I've seen a lot of people I've seen a lot of people that play in net on Twitter have been saying in the same situation, everyone would have done the same thing. Like you come charging out because you think you're going to get the ball. Oh, that's happened. Yeah, to be fair, when, when he come out, I, I thought... He the first yeah. header and then manages to knock it out of the way and keep himself in the way of the goalkeeper. You are getting brought
1: down every single time. Typical Chelsea goalkeeper isn't it? Just fucking rubbish. Yeah.
0: In, in all fairness of that comment, to be fair, in live speed, I thought, I've no idea how he's got to that ball first. I, like it says, it is clever for him. Yeah, he's got the foul, but... Um, from from good play from himself, really. Like he says, it was a good head-on. Yeah, yeah. And to get there before, it, it is a bit questionable, to be fair. I know that we're all going to jump on the back because it's a Chelsea goalkeeper, which has been but your yeah, killer zero.
2: It's a, definitely a penalty, but I just think it was smart from fucking... But sorry. like
0: you said, it was a bit of a strange game, really. It was a bit... Yeah. I, there wasn't like... It wasn't like a massive dominant display from either team, really. It was a bit well, like...
2: The problem is, we had fucking nigh on 80% possession, but we just we just did, we just could did not create a lot. get it into the box to save it. Yeah. James just what... crossing to no one. Ben Chilwell crossing to no one. I just don't understand. It didn't help the fact that we had to play Havertz right wing because we've got all the rest of our wingers in- injured. Because um, we really could have done with some around that side I mean I know that we've got Werner but it, yeah. couldn't hit a fucking barn door at the minute bless him
0: <laughs> no it was a bit strange. Giroud started didn't he yeah
2: Giroud started he just looked a bit it was, red, it, it was Giroud He yeah. just ineffective but he's played the last I think he's played the last three games in a row I minutes. felt
0: like this would happen I felt like that he'd get it would be a point where he'd probably score goals like he did Seville and be like right he's got to start and then all of a sudden it would be like well, hang on a minute might not, might not be a good idea to bring him in straight away and just play him every game. All of a sudden, like yeah, because because any day he went from like not even getting brought off the bench, didn't it? To all of a sudden, he had played one game and it's like right, that's it. Yeah. It might have been better just to just try and keep someone up front and have him as a to come on as a sub, mm. which I felt like did him well before the Seville game.
2: Tommy Abraham came on and just did nothing. I was her against anyone that's got a half decent back line.
0: Yeah, I mean, fair play to Everton. Like, I, I've no, I'll i never, ever um, praise the back four, but I feel like they were... I mean, Michael Keane was probably the best player on the pitch. I yeah, think he got man of the match, just, didn't he?
2: I? I just think they just dealt with everything. They've got a tall back line, aren't they? That's yeah. Pretty capable of dealing with balls coming into the box. But um, uh, Just sort of nullified our sort of tactics, really. I mean, I wouldn't say that we played... I didn't think we played bad.
0: No, Which, I didn't think you played badly, Ree- to be fair. Mason
2: Ma fucking fizz one off the fucking bar. Reese James at the bar as well from outside the area. I mean it just worked. I just don't think it was our day at all.
0: No, I think Reese James is a shining light in the in your team there on Saturday. I thought he played he played really well. Like you says, he put, he put some good bo- good balls into the box and there was nothing on the end of it. And um I mean, you're struggling with Werner a bit. I feel like it was a bit harsh on the criticism with Havertz, because Havertz isn't a right-winger. I know
2: no, that, no, that's what I mean, yeah. No, uh, really that's, that's I'm nonsense,
0: just, really. Just fucking... He played right wing against Brighton, didn't he? It's a bit like, what we do, What are you doing? Put him on there. I thought that'd be the last time i see him on the right wing. Well,
2: he's played right wing at Bayer Leverkusen before.
0: Yeah. Well, well, that's
2: when he's banging form, fully fit, playing in week in, week out, continuously scoring. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I think people forget our young years as well. Like still, still oh, yeah, is it 21? Yeah, it's no, is it really?
1: Yeah, I thought it was like 23, 24. It was a weird one that Chelsea game. Like I said, there was just a bit, there was just a bit of lack of. Um, I think you say this on just a bit lack of. Ideas, almost in the end, just like it wasn't even like the worst performance in the world. Like another day, those two, you know, hitting the post, go in, yeah, exactly. win the game two one. It's no problem because Everton didn't create a great deal. But I said to you before the game, I just think well, this where Everton would just do a win, and they had the rubber, rubber the green well, on this it's occasion. Our annual, That's, it's, it's our
2: just, Goodison Park loss. I mean, I think we've lost <laughs> these three seasons on the spin.
1: Well, there you go. Yeah, you've got to fulfil that. We've got
2: t- fucking Ferguson beat us there last year, didn't they <laughs> oh it was it ball boy. Yeah,
0: fucking yeah. okay, the ball boy. He was it? I think they mentioned it on commentary. For, it BT yeah. when it was on. Yeah. Um,
2: well, I'm, the thing is, now nah, we're coming into a tough run of fixtures for Chelsea coming up next. But I'm pretty not putting, I'm not sticking my neck out. But I'm a little I think I'm confident about beating Wolves. Yeah, we always always seem to play well at the moment. We battered them last year. Yeah, you beat
0: them 4 0 last year, didn't you? We
2: smoked them last year. They couldn't get near us. But it was just annoying after the Leeds game because we played so well against Leeds and we put like everyone put their heart and soul into that game. Yeah. And then we've rested every single player. And I just don't understand why. Well, saying it was a bit of a different team. Obviously, we've still got injuries and that. but I mean, how long is
0: he going to be out for? Do they know?
2: Uh, he's expected back on Boxing Day. That's it's not bad. Far, it's, not it's not far not away. Is it? I mean, Pulisic is fit for tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know whether he's going to start, whether he's fit enough, but I, I hope he does because I, 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 can't, I can't be having Havertz on the right wing again.
0: <laughs> no, I, I thought... I don't. My problem is with Frank for that game, though. Like you said, you're lacking width. Why does he not try and play midfield diamond to get the best out of all your players, really? Because, like, I agree. I don't think Werner's that bad on the left wing, but when he's out of form, he's not going to get many chances on the left wing, and he's going to get scrutinised quite a lot. Because um, he's not going to get many chances, and when he does, he's missing them at the minute. I mean, don't get me wrong. He is playing poor compared to where I imagine him to be. But if he'd have played, like, a four-one-two-one-two diamond, you could have had a verts at the top of it. With, um, yeah, I'm not
2: saying that, though, innit, but...
0: No, so, I know, but like it, you says, yeah, it didn't totally it like didn't like work that, from did it, playing right wing. I would have
2: absolutely hated to see them say Chelsea are playing four one two one two diamond last when they did because we've never played it.
0: Yeah, true, but like you says, in situations that like when you've like you says, you've got no wide players because you've got you've got Werner that's technically a left winger slash left forward slash striker who's out of form. Um, and you're putting Havertz on the right wing that's clearly doesn't work right wing. Um, you might have been best to just get the best out of all the players you had on the pitch
2: yeah it's hard to say isn't it it's always easier to fucking digest it once you've lost
0: yeah don't get me wrong you could have played a diamond and lost 4-0 but I don't know I just think it might have been a game to give
2: it a a try I do understand what you're saying because it would have definitely benefited probably the players but maybe I don't know maybe saw that you need width against teams like Everton because they can just they can hit you on the break they've got players that can hit you on the break from wide
0: yeah. Like, they played yeah, a bit back. weird, didn't they? They played a back four with all four centre backs, didn't they? Yeah, yeah.
2: It was. Really and really Godfrey great. left back. The, the centre backs were really narrow compared yeah, to the, yeah. rest of the team. It was just a dead whip. I don't know. Pretty typical of Carlo Ancelotti, weren't it? Just getting a result yeah. out of something that.
0: Well, it was a result that Everton needed because I know they got a draw against Burnley, didn't they, last game? And they've been on a bit of a f- falling down the league table, shall we say, since the start of the season. But. Um, I think they're back up to 7th well, now. They're on 20 points, 5 off the top. So, don't get me wrong. They're not going to get anywhere near the top, but it was a good win for them, let's say. Um, against Chelsea side, that are quite in form. So, like I said, a bit of a strange one to analyse, to be fair. It was a bit of a weird, weird yeah. game. It wasn't weird. a lot that went off and... Um-
2: the thing is, like, I could sit here and moan about it all night. Oh, we've lost, and all this. Like, after the long unbeaten run, but even Lampard today it, it says it's got to be expected. Like, unbeaten runs do come to an end. Yeah. And it when you've got players playing out arguably out of position, and one team just more up for it than the other.
0: It's going yeah. to happen, isn't it? I mean, like, one I, thing that's a saving grace, really. I I I disagree when people go, "Oh, you've dropped points when everyone else has." You. It's, a time you could have gained, but end of the day, everyone else dropped points, Ryan. You've not lost anything, are you? No, this is what I mean. Yeah, like, I mean, if everyone had won and you'd lost, then it'd have been you'd have got a lot more stick than do you know what I mean? And oh, yeah, um... yeah, But, um, a team that did win this weekend, one of our teams, uh, Southampton, a three no win against Sheffield United at home. I mean, Southampton absolutely on fire at the minute. I believe they're up to fourth in the league, which is ridiculously yep. impressive. I mean, we're a third of the way yeah. through the season at the minute. Um, but in stark contrast, you've got Sheffield United that look dead and buried. I mean, they look like they actually want that record that Derby held for so long. I'm sure Forest fans aren't going to want to hear that. But I think it's honestly, coming. I
1: saw <laughs> some I saw some Forest fan um, on Twitter make this point, and I dislike Sheffield United quite a bit. Um I right. have never been a massive fan of him, so if anyone is gonna break that record, wouldn't mind if it was Sheffield United. Honestly, I'd still love Derby to have it. But Sheffield United deserve nothing but sadness anyway. So if they if they get fucking like nine points in go and um, it's one of like do you know what was it it um, was it last season? We were talking about. I think I can't remember the club we were talking about. Even it was Bournemouth. It was no, it oh, was Bournemouth. Bournemouth last season. Bournemouth. My point was, you just stop being this fucking like romantic with Eddie Howe. Get him gone, and you might stay in the Premier League. Get Chris Wilder out of that club, and you might stay in the Premier League. If you want to like keep, because maybe they're thinking oh, we're fucked here, but Chris Wilder will get us back up again. Fuck that. Try and keep yourself in the. Um, there's a, there's a gravy-loving mad bastard without a job, right, that would keep that club in the Premier League. But get, honestly, I'd sack him and get a big salmon. I'm not I joking. Don't, I don't agree. What's
0: Walter doing, Paul? They've got one He's not doing anything, but that him. team is not good enough to be in the Premier League. In I... any, it's a mid-table championship side, and it, has been, it was like last year. But the right. way they played last year, where you've got centre-backs overlapping fucking right-wing backs and right-wingers and playing like false nine fucking Chris Basham. So you're like, saying
1: to me there's no manager that could save it. you just accept they, the no, fate? No,
0: they accept the fate. Unless sure. they bring out someone. Right, so
2: think of this right. Can you imagine if Big Sam went in then and then implemented a four-four-two at Chef United? They can't defend at the best of times when they've got
0: five at the back, never mind four. I, don't, I can't see him staying up with any manager. I don't think you... I'd put Prime, Jose charge of that team. So they're, they're
1: just um, happy then. So the they're, they're, suffrage so out board are just thinking like you and thinking all oh, right, well... Fuck this we're, 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 Don't get wrong I'm not a Sheffield United fan I'm
0: not really as passionate as ever Like we're, trying we're to stay
1: do, I'd love to see some Sheffield United fans Opinions on that like, Are they gonna Are they just accepting That they're down just, And just thinking Oh Sheffield you know, not... Wardrell Get us up again next season Because they were unreal In the championship When they were there Forest beating 1-0 But they were really good <laughs> When they were in that league Um so maybe they just that, that, if that's the mentality, that's proper negative. Like with Bournemouth last season, I firmly believe if they've sacked Howe earlier, they could have stayed up because they only went down on fucking
0: goal line technology
1: early. breaking because Villa got lucky. So they should. There's there's two um they're two like devoted to Chris Ward and rightly so he's took him from League One to the Premier League.
0: I don't think Wait, it's wrong. About, I don't, I don't, it's about survival.
1: The Premier League money. Sheffield United, surely they can't want to go down, can they? Well,
0: obviously, I'm not a Sheffield United fan, so I'm not going to be as passionate to be like, he's got to stay, he's doing amazing for him. But I just don't, I can't see that team getting out of the relegation zone. There's no quality between all, throughout the whole squad. There's no forward that's going to drag you through this year. If McBurnie is the one that should save you, then you are gone. Um I mean, Ryan me Brewster... I mean, he's done I'll nothing feel, for him. I feel sorry for him. I do feel sorry for him a bit, but it's his own fault for going to that club because he I must do. have known I'm that.
1: sorry for him one bit. Yeah, yeah he, he shouldn't should, have gone it, to the club. It's his own fault. To that club.
0: You've got no midf- like you said, you had Lundstrom last year that would, like this revelation in fucking fantasy football. I mean, it doesn't even start from the mod, mod does it? Um, it just looks so grim from him at the minute. I just don't, I don't know where they're going to get results from at all with that squad. I just, I genuinely feel like Huddersfield's Eleven was better than that team. When Huddersfield went down, and they were shocking. I just think they're that bad. I don't. I'm not saying. Oh, I'm not trying to um, take away all what Wilder's doing from or anything. Like he's clearly not working for him, and he probably should be going soon. I mean, I don't think they can stay on any longer with him because they will be relegated, like very soon. Um, maybe like if you put a uh, new manager in charge, a bit of an injection of results, that new manager mentality kind of thing.
1: Because that's all that, if they can get like an injection, if they can get two or three wins, then they get, you know, like parity with everyone else, then they, you never know. But where are these two or three wins coming from? I couldn't tell you. It is mental that they have you one point from 12.
2: You couldn't score in a brothel.
0: Yeah, yeah, Ollie McBurney, for...
2: McBurney and Billy
0: Sharp are hardly prolific. I mean, uh, yeah, Billy Sharp started for them. Billy Sharp shouldn't be starting. Not in, I love Billy Sharp, absolute fucking legend in the championship Goodan on, is one of the best strikes in the championship right. you smiling but it's true
1: I've I'll, uh, I'll just, just shit at Forest obviously because we're not allowed nice things but in the championship it's, there's probably no one better genuine no I'm not I'm not, I'm not even, yeah I agree I agree the next game is uh, Man United at home now that's probably an easy win Man you are fucking shit if they're going to win a game <laughs> that's uh, that's
0: probably <laughs> if there's it. anything that's going to fucking kickstart your season it's fucking Ollie's boys uh,
1: Yes, <laughs> I take three points there. Move on. They got Brighton next, back to back wins. <laughs> then they have got Everton, then they've got Burnley. So there's actually a chance there they've got three mediocre sides and Everton in the light. They could genuinely I'd, pick
0: I'd up say some I'm points. A mediocre as well. <clears throat> but but let's let's not talk about Sheffield now cuz we've slayed them a bit. our boys, southampton mate. Absolutely mm, mate. Absolute legend. 3 nil Richard's comfortable really,
2: 3-0 really really interesting about Hudson Hall go on um, he writes all the training programmes from the first team all the way down to yeah the I read, the read the that the yesterday the, oh, really? all the way down to the under 9 so that if any of them ever need to integrate into the first team it's easily done wow did you
0: see the video yeah, at the love. end of the game he looked like he was crying didn't he bless him did you see it yeah he was like thanking all the fans obviously it was the first time Southampton fans have been back in the ground since I'm guessing February um
2: He's got a really oh. round
0: face. <laughs>
2: <Quite serious. clears
0: throat> well, I like Carl Pilkington.
2: He looks like the white moon emoji. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this, is like, going back to the game, man, just comfortable.
2: Yeah, so comfortable. They actually this... look great. They, they really are a good team. Like, I'm not even annoyed that we drew three-three with them because they've they've been great this season.
0: What impresses me more, Nathan, I know I mention this every time I talk about Southampton, right, but they're not. They're not like. There's not many superstars like in that team, apart from Danny Ings or anything like that. But like Danny Ings is hardly a superstar, though. No, he's, he's not hardly a superstar. There's so many team. average players in that team that are just. You got. You got. What do you call it, McCarthy in goal. McCarthy's bang average goalkeeper. Rio romeo it's still you minutes Kyle Walker Peters? I'll still say this today, he's one of the worst right backs I've ever seen. I remember, I, don't, just, I don't think no, uh, ever... no. I'm on about when he was at Spurs, he was dreadful. At Spurs. I know he was
2: dreadful at Spurs, yeah, because his first game, who did he play against his first game for Spurs? Was it Usmane Dembele, where he absolutely blitzed him?
0: Probably, um, but yeah, like he it says, there's not, not a massive quality in the team, but they just like they're like, fucking, they like Champions League fodder at the minute, I'm telling you. If you put Southampton in the Champions League, mate, they won't, they'd, get, they'd get results. I mean, I might be sticking my neck out of that comment, but
2: it's I just, I've like got you them know. playing. I mean, the, the thing that always strikes home with me about Southampton is that the, the two centre-backs are nothing short of fucking shocking. But yeah, this, awful. Vestergaard and Bednarak.
0: Like playing like that that in the racer like in fucking the They've got yeah.
2: to be probably the slowest centre-back partnership in the league.
0: I don't know. They've got Jaggy at Sheffield United. He's
2: we're, we're not, Sheffield United at the they Not, not let's, let's, <laughs> but do you know what I mean? In terms of actual team quality, it just yeah. goes to show how much having a manager that knows what he that yeah. knows of yeah. an effective way of playing football.
0: Yeah, they're all drilled in at the minute, aren't they? Like, yeah, like they the roles. Like it's almost seen. the same formation, almost the same personnel every game. There's very few changes in it. Like he says, Redmond scored again against uh, Sheffield this week. And he was saying, like, it's been tough for him because he's been out the side for quite a lot. And you're like, it just shows you that he's just kept with that. I mean, he brought Walcott in, didn't he, this season? And he brought him in straight away. And he looks revitalised. He looks yeah, like he's playing quite well for him. Yeah. Um, but they're just flying, man. Top four, 12 games in. Like, comfortably, like, deservedly as well. It's not like they've, like, they've gone and get dogged results like 1-0 or whatever. they are comfortably beating some sides in the Premier League, which is very impressive.
2: Well, they were speaking about it on TalkSport this morning, at Woodsy and McCoy. Oh, um, they were talking about him potentially going to Arsenal, and I don't think he'd even be interested. Why would you on... go? What
1: is there's nothing a... attractive about but Arsenal. I mean, he'd probably be able to work wonders with Arsenal. I mean,
0: let's not get twisted, man. If you're a chef, if you're a Southampton manager, and you get an Arsenal job, you're taking it,
1: on you? That might be what he's thinking. He must think I can, I can save that. That what that might be what attract people to Arsenal. So I asked the question here, like who would go to Arsenal. But if you're a manager, you think I can just sort that out. And that would be the oh. people who see it as a challenge. So maybe yeah. he would go. I don't think he should. Die. I would not go fucking. It's either, a, it's
2: either a challenge though, or it's a career ender.
1: Yeah, I think that, maybe that's what's happening right. to Arteta. Arteta tet- would have fancied it as a challenge. he's just not going well, is it? I don't no. think he'd leave Southampton. There, no. he's clear, there's like a project there, isn't there? There's a chun. I don't think. I think Champions League's a bit mad, like you said. But like, there's no. Why can't they get you know, get a cheeky Europa spot? Cheek, yes, cheeky sixth, seventh. Yeah, I, not,
0: think, I think I think they'll definitely be in the top eight, comfortably in the top eight, in my opinion. But where they're going? I just mean I meant as in like if you put that Southampton side at the player at the minute in the Champions League is what I meant. Now, I won't be surprised if they got. Results. I don't think they. I don't think they'll get in the Champions League, but how they are at the minute. Well, is so sell
2: from the worms. It'd be absolutely fantastic. Oh, it'd be absolutely
0: lovely, mate. And big shout out to Chayams as well getting the opening goal. One of the worms' favourites. I think I tweeted that. Then I. Mm. I know. I know. Gut was probably uh, getting a bit moist when he's seeing that go in, but three points for me. Like, like you said, you've got Southampton are absolutely flying, and you've got Sheffield United going one way fucking one way only Um, it's just looking sticky for a while at the minute it really is I mean that was 3-0 and uh, moving on to our next game which is also 3-0 Leicester end to Brighton Um, Leicester back into the top four after a couple of James Madison show oh it was a James Madison show mate. absolutely lovely lovely second goal if anyone's not seen it
1: go and search it up Yes, inside. Very nice. Pull me onto
0: the left foot, mate. Finesse, top bins. I mean, we're all a, we're all a fan of Madison, aren't we? Let's face it. But very much so. But, um, like you said, it's a bit of a interesting game. I think both teams obviously like to play attacking football. I think Potter's drilled that into the Brighton side. Oh, um, you love him, don't you? I love him, mate. If you sit honestly, if he was at Arsenal, mate, you get the match. Shit, telling you, um. I wasn't surprised by this result, to be fair. I didn't think... I, I thought Leicester would win. Um, it is a good result for him. Obviously, back on the on the back of the Europa League success uh, into the last... Is it the last 32 in Europa League, And it? It's not yeah, the last
1: 16. Yeah, the fucking Champions League rejects... Like, 50 like, fodders. going it, don't
0: they, yeah. But, yeah, um, a good result. A good week for Leicester. Obviously, with a win midweek. And then to Brighton. Don't get me wrong, Brighton aren't an easy side. But...
1: Are they, um, are they contenders this year? Or are they going to bottle it again?
0: Leicester. Hmm. They'll always bottle um, it with Brodge in charge. I can't see him being in the top four this season. I think... the no top four? No, who's definitely this, not top four. Who's going to stop them? Um, Liverpool, uh, Spurs, Manchester.
2: They got dicked by Fulham.
0: Dick. Yeah. And Chelsea, probably,
1: yeah. I think they're silly. I think they're not they're a contender I think they for are there I just, got... don't,
0: I just don't think they'll get there um, Yeah always seems
1: to
2: sort of win when he's not under pressure
0: Yeah this is what I mean he's had a few like strange results in the Premier League and it's all of a sudden the limelight's off him I mean he, he just scraped past Sheffield United last week in the a 1-0 win and then you go into no, two, was it 2-1 Yeah who scored for Sheffield
2: well, Jamie, it was 1-1 until Jamie Vardy scored the last-minute winner.
0: What was it? Yeah. I thought it was no, no. Um Anyway, scrape through that and like you says, because of obviously the games that have gone on this weekend with Liverpool, um, Spurs, the Manchester derby, it's like no one's taking notice of Leicester this week and then they'll go and put out a really comfortable win. A, very, a decent Brighton side, like you says, they are down there. They don't go out to defend games. They'll give you a game which normally goes against them, especially when um, especially away from home, but a really good result for Leicester. Um, I think Brendan Rogers has been linked with Man City job any recently. I don't think that's and ever going to return.
2: And the Arsenal job
0: now that's a guy that you might want, Arsenal might want. You can implement attacking football, but
2: unless they're saying to him, You can have 200 million pounds, what is the point? No. What is the point of someone like Brendan Rodgers going to Arsenal? The Colin
0: kind of Arsenal have got, man, just miles off in every same, position. You've, in miles
2: you've got off. the same set of players that Arteta has. Got to stop! Go They've get, got to go stop going past scratch. It a bit hmm. it's, not,
1: it's
2: just not. I don't think. It, I want it. I've, I've got a bit of a thing about. It. I don't really think the situation that Arsenal are in. I can't see anyone even wanting to attempt to try and turn it around. Because no, the, owners, the owners are an absolute nightmare. It's just, it just really don't look good for them. I just, I
0: couldn't see Brendan Rodgers managing Arsenal. Not I, not, I, I not I think all. that Leicester's his level, in my opinion. I know that sounds harsh, but I don't think that he's any bigger than. Like, I can't see him managing again in the top four, so a top four side. I thought it'd been a massive result for him last season if they would have finished in the top four. I think no one deserves to finish in the top four, but the way they started last season. I was very surprised how much they dropped off in the end um, and finishing. Was it on goal difference to Man United or you? I can't remember. It was Man U
1: last game of the season, wasn't it? Like, Man U beat them.
0: Yeah. Um, but they, they have got some good results this season. Like you said, they got the City game away. Was it 5-2 in the end? Yeah. Um, but they are, I just, you just never know what you're going to get with Leicester, especially under Brendan Rodgers.
2: Um, no, this is the thing, like, yeah, they, they beat Brighton 3 0, easily beat Brighton 3 0. Could you then, would you be surprised if they went and lost 2 1 to say Newcastle next week?
0: No, I wouldn't be surprised. No, at all. Good point. And, uh, and if you have, and you have form like that, you're not going to get anywhere in the league. Exactly. Like, yeah. If you're winning games like Brighton and whatever, and you pick up some decent results against the top yeah. four sides,
2: they're very sort of win two games, lose one, draw one, win. Yeah. One. You know what I mean? Like they just are formed all over the place, and it always will be under branch
0: yeah, I mean, obviously, talking about uh, form all over the place, we'll go to the Manchester Derby. Um, like oh, I s- said at the top of the show, I really hope to be talking about this game going into this podcast, but absolutely fucking dreadful. No no. I don't even know what to talk about it. It was that bad.
1: It was it was hard. It was hard to watch. Like I I, th- I think I said before we stopped recording. I feel like I've lost something watching that game. It's fucking <laughs> appalling. They should be embarrassed that that's like the display they put on. These two of the best teams in the world, biggest clubs in the world. It's the Manchester derby.
0: Which is normally the best well, fucking come on, one of the best fixtures of the
1: season. It was literally so, like for just Ollie painful.
2: And, Ollie and Pep had been for a fucking pint before the game, and they'd just said, "Let's draw. Let's have a yeah. We'll play this one out."
1: It was horrendous. I've genuinely, genuinely got very little. T- what I, the one thing I would say from it, what I got from it, is it shows how far away they both are from being title contender i think city are just not going to be a title contender. i can't believe how bad city do i think they obviously still get top four maybe they'll do because the, the um they were doing all right they've, they've been all right last couple of weeks they have been playing I know They've not had like the most stellar opposition last couple of weeks but they been playing a bit better but that nah, they just fucking stunk my house out united are in the mud because they're fucking they're crap you know how i feel about united they still won't get top eight stand by that comment but it was just a waste of everyone's fucking evening wasn't it just yeah. terrible and it just shows how far away they are that's all I got from it is they're just not serious that, that I think that was, was more shocked for have, the taking
0: I think I was more shocked I know I've I'm not defending them in a sense but everyone's gone oh they've got good results but it's been against crap opposition Fulham, Burnley I think they've had a win against Porto as well in midweek or whatever but they started, to, they started to show signs where, like, I think they beat Burnley, like, 5-0, didn't they? And it's like, well, mm. a bit more of that ruthlessness that we used to associate with Man City. Um, when they went 2 up against Crapside, and it was like, we weren't going to stop on that. We are just going to carry on and score as fucking many as we want. And I feel like that Burnley game might have been a turning point. Um, and with Man United obviously going out against Leipzig in the Champions League, are now in the Europe well, Man United are in the Europa League now. We'll touch on that at the end. But I thought Man City might have gone like, this is a good chance just playing Man City. They're gonna be a bit down after the after getting knocked out. We're in quite decent form. We won three out of three. Finally got back to back Premier League wins. Might start turning around. But like you said, it was it was dreadful. No team really created anything. Um I just, I, like I said, I don't know where to begin with. It was just I'll, I'll, stale, mate. A lot of that I've not
2: mentioned yet. Um, Man City have also not beat anyone in the top 13.
0: Yeah. Which is so frightening.
2: You take that from, take that from what you will. I mean, we can all sit and laugh and joke at Fat Frank. Yeah, he's not beat anyone in the top 10. Man City, just as crap, mate. Yeah, and what exactly. did I say at the beginning of the year? They're not on it, they're not on this smoke.
0: Well, I know what Gaz would be saying if he was here He'd be calling him out the cardigan fraud, but um he's a fucking bold idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, on. like he says it, they've both got games in hand, so they both can obviously go back and I think I'm sure Man City, Man United can go in the top four. I don't know if Man City can with a game in hand, but just such a strange performance. Like like I know I want to talk turn into like Roy Keane, but like there's no fucking do you know what I mean? Like that umph, like someone's gonna put a massive challenge in and go out, like, this, this is it. I know there's no crowd and everything, which is what that game missed more than anything, let's face it. But at the end of the game, they're all fucking hugging and kissing. I sound like Roy Keane when I'm talking here, but do you know what I mean? It's like it's a Manchester Derby, normally fucking level, do you know what I mean? Yeah, Michael Carrick had his arm around Pep,
2: fucking John Stones and I think John Stones and Harry Maguire swapped shorts. They were that friendly. <laughs> 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 but it was it, that was the most lackluster derby I've ever seen, and I know that they call the Liverpool Everton Derby the friendly derby, right? But that was overly, friendly. yeah, that is a friendly derby. It was, it was just so so crap, and I think I'll speak for everyone when I say that we'll never get that 90
0: minutes back. No, nah. two hours, like says two hours we'd lost. I, I just, I just. Touching on what you said, really, it just shows you where both teams are out at the minute. They're just, they just—they don't like they're going to be challenging for anything. No. If they carry, if both teams carry on like that, I mean, Man United uh, will be out of the Europa League very, very soon anyway. Good. Uh, Man City might get a decent run then probably get knocked out in the semi-finals. Like this is this is the season where Man City should be going right. Liverpool have took it offers. You know what I mean? An angry Pep kind of that saying.
1: That's what I thought it would be. I thought Pep yeah, would be nothing like, oh, like all night, like, just like working tirelessly to try and get back. And maybe he is, but it doesn't
2: seem like it. He does like do it. this all the time. He inherits amazing teams and just progressively makes them worse. It's just, yeah.
1: a, bit
0: of a, it's just a bit of a strange one. He'll never mean,
2: win. They'll, they'll never win the Champions League with Man City, ever. No. I, can, I can safely say that with my hand on my heart. He will not win the Champions League with Man City.
0: Well, I mean, like he says, it was a bit of a strange one, but a
2: bit of a bore. I... Another massive, big game disaster class for the pink-faced assassin himself. Kevin yeah, that...
0: yeah, what's wrong
2: with him? He was—he was hands down one of. He, well, he is hands down one of the best midfielders in the world. But the the Man United, the the Manchester Derby was—he just looked so. Well, interested. I mean, Bruno and De Bruyne, right? This is a stat for you. Both of them, 65% pass completion. Antelope. Uh, going off how good Bruno's been this year and how good we know that Kevin De Bruyne is, that is nothing short of appalling.
0: Yeah, for the players of their quality as well.
2: And I know, that, I know that the whole team's, but you expect the, the best players on your team to sort of pull all the, the, top, the, pull the yeah. strings in games like that
0: so I mean like he says it was a board board draw ball fast 90 minutes when we won't get back but one thing that did put a smile on our lot's faces this, this weekend was uh, Mike Dean in charge of Wolves um, versus Aston Villa really kick off on Saturday uh, 3,000 cards for Mike Dean um, we appreciate what you've done for this league Mike Dean we, we absolutely love you Mr Box yes, Office himself um but that was, all. that was basically the main talking point of that game. Um, how many cards are there? 11? 12. 12 cards. So two, a, a, card two. E- a red card each. And a penalty in the last minute. I mean, As you don't it, get more like Dean.
2: A last kick of the game penalty. In a yeah. derby match.
0: In a derby. You get sent off for both teams. You get a penalty in the, uh, in the last kick of the game. It's, it doesn't sound more like my Dean, does it? I mean... No. Absolutely. I, mean, legendary. I watched.
2: I think I watched the first seventy-five minutes, and it was yeah, it was just
0: crap. Yeah, it was it was just boring. Versions. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it was it was actually as bad as the Man United game, but um, with, with the fact that they got off penalty right, then, which was deserved, so by the way, Samado bringing down.
1: Oh uh, yeah, do it's a poor. He
0: brought uh, John McGinn, weren't it? I mean, so either, what are you
2: doing there? He was painted to be some sort of Portuguese fucking savior for Wolves. Learning the,
0: the thing is, what I don't get about him, actually, I've always known him to be one of the fastest like defenders in world football. I st- Jack Grealish isn't in, isn't slow, but he's not the quickest player, is he? No. Jack Grealish walked past him at one point in the game, not by skill, just literally knocked the ball by him and walked past him. And I was thinking, isn't this guy face to be like one of the quickest? You know what I mean? This, this, like he says, the Portuguese saviour is gonna be the Portuguese right back for the next ten years or whatever. He's gonna be Barcelona's right back for the next ten years. He's gonna take Sergio Roberto's spot. It's fucking rubbish. Absolutely, ru- I'm i eighty 83 rated on FIFA. They want sorting. That does. I'm telling you, if anyone can get a downgrade, it's him. Fucking 76, Max. Max, nah, I'd, I'd give him a bronze card. I would not even make it rare. Just stick him at common. But. I mean, one thing that did get mentioned, I think it was BT that covered the game. That, and I've mentioned this many times, so I was kind of glad to hear someone talk about it as well. Wolves have always been known for having this uh, usual 11. Like, they only pick from about 15, 16 players. And the more they've chopped and changed it, I think Ruben Neves got um, dropped for the second week running. So that's a face that's normally in the eleven. Yeah. They just look like there's no identity with them. There's was like, an interesting got... analysis about uh, Ruben Neves
2: from Premier League panel, and it was saying maybe oh, yeah, I think I read it. maybe it's time for him to move on to continue his development because now they've sort of they've sort of changed the way that they play football. They've sort of reverted to a back four,
0: yeah. and he's no good as a
2: CDM in a two-man midfield sort of thing. Yeah, so maybe maybe he does need to move on, but. If he's not getting played, who's
0: going to buy him? As I know. Mean, like two years ago, he was linked with City, he was linked with us. I mean, I've said for a long time I'd have snapped your hand off for him. I do think, he, like you he says because he, he's not playing, I'm guessing, but yeah, I don't see much of him recently.
2: I think the problem is with Wolves at the minute as well, with no Jimenez. They've got no buy up front. That Fabio, no. that Fabio Silva... He's a young kid, man. I know he's a young kid. I know that he's a young kid and they bought him on the... But this, this, that's the problem with him. He's only ever played 20 games for Porter. Yeah, I know. And they've made him his record signing. That's got to be bearing on his shoulders a lot. Now, he's got nice hair. And <laughs> he
0: looks
2: like... Luscious locks. Yeah, he's got luscious locks. He's pretty nimble on the ball, but he's nowhere near as good as Jimenez. So they're going they're going to miss him massively. I mean... Adama Traore couldn't hit a barn door. No. He's fantastic at running, and taking people. Great off. sprinter. His end product is sh- absolutely shocking. Yeah. Which has always been his problem. To be fair, like we know that's the main thing with Adama Traore. If he had,
0: I think he's product, improved on it a bit. But yeah, yeah. I still don't think yeah. it's not.
2: He's had games where he's shown his quality, but God, against Villa, he was fucking diabolical.
0: I mean. um, no, it says we can touch on wolves. They are—they have been a bit strange this season. I think they're proper mid-table, aren't they? Not really. Anyway, they're nowhere near Europa League spots, Already, and they're nowhere near relegation. Does he
2: expect nothing less? They'd be burnt out by yeah, through this which season. is
0: understandable. Like he says, they have only been promoted two seasons ago. Um, basically, played for an entire year people, last season they've got
2: a lot of old players as well, have not they
0: Yeah, Jarno. Yeah. I
2: know he got sent off, but what, he's three, what is thirty? he touching thirty-six?
0: Yeah, he's getting on a bit. Um. But Villa, I mean, they've had a few strange results recently. But back yeah, they day, lost three
2: games in the spin, didn't they?
0: Yeah, they to, they showed you how far they dropped actually because the tenth. But they've got two games in hand. Exactly. Two games, two wins, puts them up to twenty-four points, which is point got, off.
2: And Villa have got a lot of difference makers in their team as well. I mean, John McGinn's. I I love John McGinn.
0: Yeah, yeah. I do. That's Underrated.
2: Scotland could have an absolutely excellent
0: midfield. I think that's why Scotland have got to the Euro. Is it the Euros have qualified? Is it the Euros? They have got a decent bunch of players at the minute. Jokes aside, you've got Tierney and Robertson. That's it's strange. You probably two of your best players are playing left back, which is just funny. And like I said, you've got John McGinn. Um, I'm sure there's a few others that are playing from done really well with. I mean, a lot of the Rangers players are probably in there, but a bit of a strange few weeks for Villa. So, I think, obviously, getting a win in the last minute, which they probably uh, robbed... Not robbed, but a draw was probably a fair result. But it's a massive three points for Dean Smith. And um, it did make me laugh, actually, because he mentioned that uh, he wished he worked at Stockley Park so he can sit there in his slippers and dictate VAR like they do. I thought that was quite funny when he said that. I thought that's that's something that we'd say, to Yeah. Uh But, yeah... Uh, I mean, that's all the games. That I was going to touch on the L of the week first, and then we'll, we'll talk about your beloved Forrest Brigler. So, uh, L of the week. I mean, we will be posting this video online uh, when we get a chance, probably tomorrow or Wednesday. But um, Arsenal fan TV. absolute it's Not golden. even Arsenal fan TV.
2: Well, it's not even Arsenal, Arsenal fan TV, trip is trip it? Z- trips zone.
0: He's on, is he on Barstool
2: now, I think? Well, I well he's gone remember. to America need to... Took- yeah, what he's gone to America for. Well,
0: anyway, he's uh, there's a video of him arguing with the is it the, like he was arguing basically, uh, kicking off chatting Was it 15th because of 15th? Yeah, with five points
2: off relegation
0: blood. There's <laughs> <It's laughs> not after that. No, it was absolutely, well, it's, su-
2: he's, it's not that he's just arguing, he's arguing with a midget, yeah. That, well, and that the camera, the camera zooms it. out and the midgets, the midgets midget box. only, <laughs> only described <laughs> as, as a shoebox. <laughs> now, look, we're inclusive, everyone here. There's nothing wrong with being a midget, but troops, man, what are you doing? It's like I don't get look, why the cameraman zooms out. We'll put it in the chat as if to say this is like prime WWF sort of. I was, waiting yeah, for some, yeah. I was waiting for some entrance music to come on. So someone, someone said was, they expected uh, Jeff Jarrett to
0: come out and hit him with a fucking guitar. <laughs> like, <laughs> with, um, what's his name? What was I his know you mean. Juice?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking crazy. I mean, they're so class. Some, They are still fan base is a special breed, isn't it? I love them. I love them. I agree Never. with Harry,
0: though. I know, it's, I know it's controversial, but Harry said it what I think. They're not fucking fans, man. I'm sorry. They might. I don't know what anyone else thinks, but they don't like. They give a fuck, really. They're just oh fucking different God. cameras.
1: <clears throat> I think I'm they were fans. They? they were fans, but yeah, I think they were fans, but not anymore money. All. Money might have clouded it a bit, which happened. I still think they definitely give a shit about the club, hundred um, like, percent. They care about the team, but you know, it's different. Do you think they
0: care more about what they get paid from that show than so the team? many
1: outrage? Like, this just
2: too it's outrageous
0: to be believable, isn't it? Yeah. That fucker, oh, that fucking video. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking. <laughs> but uh, anyway, let. Well, I mean, Arsenal and turmoil, but we'll go to the Championship. There's a team in the Championship. There also. Uh, I mean, Turmoil's probably pointing it lightly if I'm, if I'm be brutally honest. Uh, uh, yeah. That's not, that's not even Forest.
1: Your ads, yeah, ma'am. Um,
0: I've, um I can sit back now for about five minutes.
1: Yeah, you relax. I've got a few things to say. Well, the last time we we're on this podcast, it was just before Forest went into a run of games that were sticky, to say yeah. the least. And um, those run of games uh, have gone as follows: Bournemouth two Forest nil, Swansea nil. Beg your pardon, Forest nil Swansea one, Forest nil Watford nil, Reading two Forest nil. Norwich 2, Forest 1, we found this school that was a cross that sort of missed everyone and went in the goal. It was an actual shot. Don't get too excited. Forest won Brentford three. That was a 93rd minute consolation after a 3-0 down. So they didn't go that well. Positives
0: then, positives.
1: They didn't go that well. So the one, two, three, the six games that looked sticky, Forest achieved one point. Um, if you double that, that's the amount of goals we got. Two in six. So it isn't looking good um, at all. Um, no, it is not, and I don't know what the solution is anymore. I'm losing my all mind my details. Yet? I might. Uh, well, yeah, we have that bed, don't we? Where Hewin goes, maybe he can go. I don't care anymore, <laughs> honestly. I'm pr- getting to the gone. point. I'm getting to the <laughs> point where I really, really don't care. Like, I dread a match day now. I can't. <laughs> be I really do dread it. It's, it's do you know what? Are people on Twitter already like losing patience with Houghton a little bit, I and mean, it might seem a bit. I don't think it's particularly human's fault but he does seem quite reluctant to change like Cyrus Christie is stealing a living as a, as a soccer player and he can't, he doesn't get dropped, you've got Honestly, I'd rather
2: Agatha Christie than Cyrus Christie at the
1: minute <laughs> you've, got, you've got Arsenal and England legend Carl Jenkinson just warming the bench he's not being played, we've signed this MBCO from PSG just to warm on the bench when Figueredo is at shell of a man that he used to be if anyone hasn't seen the third goal that Forrest conceded <laughs> against Brentford so this is find it,
2: loop, it's go one off.
1: of the funniest things I've ever seen like the Brentford player is about midway in his own half just hoofs it up trying to like waste time and the ball somehow finds itself bouncing in between Figueredo and Samba neither of which go to the ball and even Tony who's scored more goals than Nottingham Forrest this season slots it at home, um, so it's not it's not good. Now, I'd honestly, I don't know what to say. I could speak negatively about forest for hours because there's so much wrong. All jokes aside, obviously board level at the moment, it's coming out. It's all toxic again. Fucking got rid of Fawaz and his goons many moons ago, but now Marinakis and his boys are fucking just just making the incorrect decisions all the time, treating the staff appalling. There was an article in them, The Athletic, written by Dan Taylor, who's a Forest fan. Just a couple of things that he wrote. One was that Karanka's missus, whilst he was there, was like scared to go to the ground at the end because he because she was worried about how her and her husband was being treated. Karanka felt like if he didn't pick the team they wanted him to pick, his job was on the line. And eventually he just quit. And the best one was um, towards Lamucci. Um, I say the best one, there's fucking loads more. But the one I want to bring up is towards the end of Lemucci's reign, Guerrero, who obviously now plays for Forest, Marinakis went, oh, we've got this Guerrero Olympiacos. Do you want him? And Sabri's like, nah, no, I don't want him there. No. And a couple of weeks later, Marinakis goes, we've got this Guerrero. Uh, at do you want him? Sabri goes, no, no, I don't, I don't want him. A few weeks later, Marinakis goes, we've got this Guerrero at Olympiacos, <laughs> do you want him? And uh, Sabri said, yeah, because he was scared to say no to him too many times. So he didn't even want, to, there's just so many things wrong. But I, there's I, so I, many Guerrero things wrong. Played. He gets played a bit now, yeah, because he's there. You've got to fucking use the tools you've got. But is that, is that like you, you his know, name That's thing. like you. You got to use
2: the tool you've got. If I gave you a fucking snap screwdriver, would you use it? <laughs>
1: <laughs> but if I'm if I'm being fucking held at gunpoint by a man who blows up bakeries, I probably would use it. Yeah, because it's dangerous to say no. I mean, well, i like, What's, what's right? the worst that could happen? You're gonna get sacked. You're not gonna fucking shoot you. If I disappear, right? Just if I disappear over the next few weeks, you know where I've gone, because Marinakis and that they don't like having people say negative things about him. I might disappear. I might end up in the Trent in a few weeks because they don't like criticism at all, and they need a lot of it because it's a ter- it's a terrifying time. I saw a tweet. I've had it loaded up. Uh, Forest fan on Twitter, right? Some perspective on being a Forest fan under the age of thirty. He was he's talking about Leicester. Leicester got relegated the same day Forest got promoted from League One to the Championship, like 12, 13 years ago. Since then, Leicester have been promoted twice, spent five seasons at the Premier League, won the Premier League, played in the Champions League. Forrest have not left the Championship during that entire time. It's <laughs> fucking depressing to be a Forest fan. Genuinely awful. I think, personally, that we are going to go down... Oy, and I, know, I, know I know it's early know. in the season, but I think we're going to go down. I don't really see how anyone can make an argument that we're not. <clears throat> We've lost 11 That's games. Only on w-
2: Forest and Arsenal double relegation.
1: Easy. Only Wickham have lost the same amount of us as us. We'd be in the bottom three if it wasn't for Wednesday's point deduction. But it's all right, though, because we play a bit better in the second half of games and look like it's pathetic across the entire just the entire club everything is just rotten and I don't well, like see it it, it's how it's going to come horrendous. out it's, it's looking, looking
0: horrendous awful, for him ball. but um, you've obviously like had a re- I mean don't get me wrong they're the are the fixes that you would have wanted because your expectations for the season would be, you'd be coming up against you'd be fighting for that playoff promotion with the likes of Watford and Bournemouth and obviously that's not gone to plan it's gone completely no. opposite but like you said you had a really really tough fixture this the last five games, um, it doesn't matter if you've got the fixtures fixture list there now, but you're obviously going to have a far easier fixtures for the next five or six games. Like you said, you've got Sheffield Wednesday, who are in the bottom three, who've got their points deduction.
1: Yeah, we've got Millwall after that away, and we don't do well there. We've got Birmingham at home, which means Joe Lolly will turn up for his one appearance of the season. So we'll probably win that on Boxing Day. That'll be a nice Christmas present. We tend to beat Birmingham at home. And we've got Stoke away, which makes me sad. Because last time we had Stoke away, we were top of the league. And now now we're not. And then after that, it's Preston and then Millwall again, which is weird because we've just played them. Um, but it, it, there's no easy to win a game to the championship. Anyone could beat anyone i like but apart from Forest, it can't be anyone. But it, I, I don't know, man. You say we've got an easier, and technically on paper, it is obviously an easier run of fixtures. But I just, um, honestly, I don't see where we win a game from. We need a bit of change in that team. You've got Mighton sitting on the bench. What must he be thinking? Just like watch it, Lolly is running around like he's got a punctured fucking lung. The bloke isn't fit. He's not fit. I, I, we need to make some changes for the next game. I really hope Hune just makes a few changes, just liven up a little bit. Luckily, he might be forced to because McKenna's injured. Figueredo's banned, thank fucking God. So someone else might have to play centre-back. Maybe chuck someone Well, obviously, with on. the
0: criticism that Cyrus Christie's got, obviously, the last few weeks, He's I mean, he was... He's he Paul. He,
1: he's got summit on Hugh. He he, he's <laughs> fucking it's going He's got some fucking tr- summit serious on Christopher Hewitt because he, he's a man. He's not getting dropped, and he's fucking <laughs> garbage. So is he I'd, bad
0: as? Is he as bad as um, Bong? Was it
1: Bong? Bong. I think Paul. I tell you this right now. Bong's played <laughs> one game this season for Forest against Middlesbrough. I will give him a six and a half out of ten. He played pretty well. Pretty well. I could not give Christie more than a fucking 3.3 3 out of fucking <laughs> 10. He's been fucking awful. He could sort oh, of really? cross a ball, but defensively, I've never seen anything like it. Uh, it it's grim. And I've wanted to come on this. I, I was looking forward to coming on because, I, as I said, the last time I was on was just before this run of fixtures. I genuinely thought we'd pick up a few points, a few shit-ass wins, but it was worse than I could ever have possibly imagined from those six games.
0: Well, hopefully when you're in the next five, six games, you might have turned it around a bit and you start to look look, look up towards the table instead of Dan.
1: I don't know, man. I, I, th- I, think, I think it's a relegation season battle you're a fucking fool if you think you're not in a relegation battle
0: well I think you're a fool because I've got me I've got you to go up
1: yeah, <laughs> I did warn you I did say we're not going to go up I didn't think this had happened fuck me but I did not think we'd be anywhere near challenging I thought we'd finish about 12th I'd stab a child to finish 12th at the moment <laughs> it is fucking grim over here I am not looking forward to
0: it well uh well yeah We'll, we'll move on from the Red Dogs. Man. I feel better for that, though. Thank you yeah, for allowing I know you me to, 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 to run. I'm, sure when, I'm sure I I got to do
2: I'll
0: stab a
1: child to finish 12.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he won't really do that, people. <laughs> no,
1: We don't condone uh, violence against children at 64 Worms Club.
0: But, um, yeah, that's all your games, um, including the L of the week and the Red Dogs roundup. Uh, it's a Champions League draw today. I feel like I've just skim through the um, fixtures before we move on to the Premier League fixtures this week. Um really much Modern glad back i have got Man City. Of course. Uh, yeah, of course. Lazio um, uh, against Bayern. Atletico Madrid against Chelsea, which is, for me, the biggest fixture of the, out of the lot. I know people will say they've won us, but I'm looking forward to that game.
2: I'm going to put my neck out and say we're going through.
0: Yeah, well, you've got to your mind.
2: I mean... Yeah, yeah. I don't know why, I just really fancy I will not write you
0: off here, but I, I, I be think interesting I like game. This is, thing, this, this is the thing, though, with these fixtures.
2: Anything can happen from now until the middle of February. Yeah, exactly. Literally
0: yeah, anything. Um, yes. Leipzig against Liverpool. I'm really looking forward to that. I think it's going to be such a sick game. be entertaining,
1: the that. Yeah,
0: yeah definitely. Court against Juve. Meh. Not bothered. Probably people's uh, standout fixture. Uh, Barcelona versus Paris Saint-Germain. Yeah, but how yeah. long's Neymar out He's injured, Neymar probably, well, well,
2: Apparently he okay. broke his ankle
0: okay, not be back in Feb then Nah. Um, but I still think Athletic Madrid and Chelsea will be a better game I think it's more intriguing That you've got this young Young Chelsea side That I've, I've played well this season And you've got a it's, f- it's fucking Madrid I think like it.
2: it's classic attack Versus defence Which is why I'm yeah. looking forward to it Yeah, it could
0: know. be good uh, Seville versus Dortmund I'm not sure how Seville going to get into the Europa League From this one, but um, I probably still think they'll oh, go yeah.
2: they could just turn it on and become elite Elite. well I mentioned
0: I mentioned Dortmund Lucien Favre's been sacked this week um, after losing 5-1 5-1 to, was it Stuttgart?
1: Stuttgart yeah but they're they a really good start to the season I've heard fucking hell 5-1 but fucking
0: hell 5-1 <laughs> but, fucking hell, Aye. Um, but yeah I'm really glad about that to be fair because I'm not a fan of Lucien uh, Father. Get United, Pochettino
2: in—that's what we're all crying yeah, we've for. We all said that.
1: It's
2: got to be
0: the and Atlanta versus Real Madrid, which that's be...
2: a, that's, I think that's a decent game.
0: Not really yeah, Atalanta have started to finally find form. Um, I think they won at the weekend. Um, they've been a bit hit and miss at the start of the season, leaking goals. But come come February, Madrid might have found some Champions League form like they normally do. Um, I'm looking forward to them, man. There some I think there's some sick ties in there. Um, but yeah we're not going to see any of those fixtures until February which is a bit of a shame uh, it's been well, until, then, but until then we've got um, Premier we... League fixtures uh, we've got Premier our League
2: horses what's that it says we've got Premier League fixtures coming out of our horses at the minute we're
0: getting bombarded yeah. so we've got Tuesday Wednesday Thursday so we'll probably be doing a podcast on Friday uh, we'll get announced before then Wolves-Herms what was, what was Chelsea Tuesday City M to West Brom. 1-16, to 16, if anyone wants to fancy it. <laughs> Actually, two on Tuesday. Yeah, Wednesday's got, I think, most of the fixtures. Leeds versus Newcastle. Uh, two that's very and miss teams. In the minute, game, uh, Arsenal at home to Southampton. Massive, massive, massive game for Arteta. Um, Leicester versus Seven. That'll be interesting. Fulham versus Brighton. That, like you said, that could be a good time for Fulham to get three points. West Ham versus Palace. Two teams that are quite in form in the league at the minute. Liverpool-Spurs, biggest game of the week. Probably the biggest game of the, fix- of the season so far. Um, if we weren't at home, I wouldn't look forward to it. But I think because we're at home, I- I'll stick my neck out and say we'll win. Uh, going on to Thursday's games, Villa-Burnley. Uh, no idea what's going to happen. And Sheffield United versus Man United. I mean, Man United, Sheffield United are in dire straits at the minute. Um,
1: couldn't if, ask could ask for a better game easy
2: easy three points game. if Sheffield I beat Man then they should fold
1: what well, both of them or she just Man just Man
0: but yeah um, I don't know if it's going to be on Thursday's or Friday's show I think Guk might be back but yeah uh, that's all we've got time for boys been appreciate you being pleasant, on pleasant one even though we're all absolutely crap yeah <laughs> we're all crap mate we're, we can't big up any of our teams this week um, really appreciate it from all the feedback we're getting off everyone um, yeah. we're getting some more stuff for the social media we should try trying to be getting pushing Instagram a bit more and we should have some more information and news about the Christmas special that we are going to be doing a little oh. bit of a sneak peek for you there
2: little sneak peek on the Christmas special
0: hosted yep. by myself by Storm himself so we'll get more information on that but yeah until until Friday we'll see you in a bit
1: peace au
0: revoir goodbye yeah.
1: <laughs> has now involved us all in murder.